0: Good morning, everyone. How are you? Um, Did you need this announced? Okay. Um, This is one more announcement that was up on the thing here. The question on it says, if someone else thinks you're funny, meaning a lot of people think they're funny, but if someone else actually thinks you're funny, (laughs) come see Amy. Right? Raise your hand, Amy, so she can see you. Following the service, we are planning a comedy night in February called LOL, Laugh Out Loud. And so uh, we want to, I mean, you know, laughter is good medicine. All right, so if you have a a comedic gift or people say that you're funny, then see Amy after service. Brian, you should see Amy after service. (laughs) He's a funny guy. He really is. Anyway... Awesome. Well, um, you know what? I'm just going to start with a prayer this morning and then we'll, we'll jump in. Father, I just thank you for oh, this family. I thank you for what you're doing in our midst. I thank you, Father, that um, our times are in your hands. And I thank you, Lord, that you're perfecting that which concerns us. I thank you that um, you are molding us, you are shaping us, you are conforming us to the image of Jesus. I thank you that you won't relent until you have the job done. And so we just yield to you as an instrument of righteousness. We yield to you as uh, your son, as your daughter. We yield to you as the beloved child that we are, knowing that you have a good plan, that you are doing good things, and you are working all things out for that good. We trust you, Papa. We trust your heart. We trust your hands. We trust uh, your mind. We trust what you are doing. And uh, we just yield to that. And, and Father, I just pray for those that aren't here today. I pray for those, Father, that have been under attack. I pray for those that have been listening to the voice of the accuser, that have been listening to the voice, Father, of um, their own wounds. And I just release a healing anointing over them today. I release right now, Father, the spirit of truth. I release you, Holy Spirit, to go do what you do best, <laughs> which is leading, guide us into all truth. And I just right now, Father, expose any lie that the enemy has been playing in our minds, some of us for decades. I just declare that those lies have been exposed and they have been cut up, cut off at the root, and they have been replaced with the truth of love, with the truth of the gospel, with the truth of the kingdom of God. And I declare that our hearts have been transformed into the image of Jesus, into the image of his love. Amen and amen. Awesome. Well, you know, I have a message that I'm going to try to work through today. We're going to see how it goes here. Um, I just feel like there's a, a course correction in our lives that God is doing in this hour. And it's been a, an awesome journey. How many of you know that everyone in here, if we just took time and Pass the microphone around. We could talk about our awesome journey with God, couldn't we? You know, we've just got it. Has God been good? (laughs) Has he redeemed us? Has he just blown us away with how much he loved us? For, you know, if you were like me, when there was nothing really to love, (laughs) right? He's such a good deliverer. He's an amazing savior. Jesus paid the price, amen, so that we we could wake up to who we really are. And it's been an awesome journey. Amen? It's been an awesome journey. There have been breakthroughs. There have been testimonies in our hearts. There have been all kinds of things that God's done in our lives. Um, but I just feel like if this in this season, there's a course correction coming, um, not just to this body, not just to me personally, but to the body of Christ all over the earth. And because here's the deal. You know, until you and I, at a core, core, core Foundation, heart, like really, really, really the base of our being, really get our identity correct. And I mean, without the distortions, and I mean, really, really, really get it correct. Our destiny is going to be an idol. And what we're called to do will be exalted because we're still finding identity in that. And I believe that God is coming, not because he's angry that we've got an idol or something, or he's coming with with his paddle to uh, spank us, but it's to correct us because we still haven't figured out how much we're loved. And his heart is grieved because he wants us to get it. He wants us to get that fear has no place in our lives, that fear absolutely has to be eradicated, has to be completely uprooted. It has to be, it has to be destroyed with a vengeance in our lives. Fear is the archenemy of God. Matter of fact, there is no fear at all in his love. And fear has many, many, many manifestations. It looks a whole bunch of different ways. And it, but I'll say this, if it's not love, it's fear. It, it, and it, it can look, all, I mean, really, i mean, it, it can look as varied as, as, as there are people on the planet. Because, see, we were born into a fear-governed world. We were born into a scary place, not a safe place. All right, this planet is not a safe place. How many of you know this is not heaven yet? Heaven lives in us, but it's not fully manifested. And we live in an unsafe, hostile environment where it is every man for himself. It is protect yourself or be destroyed. It is take care of yourself because no one else can be trusted to do it. And we pick up all kinds of programs along the way that help us survive because it's, it's, it's just required. You know, I mean, this is a generational curse. This has been going on since the garden. And the enemy has been controlling the human race through fear. But Jesus came to introduce what love looks like. He came to undo what the enemy and the, what, what the enemy had set in motion and he came to set the captives free he came to set the slaves of fear free he came to set those who were in bondage to death all of their lives through fear he came to eradicate it and he came for the root and he came for the spirit of fear Now this begins early. <laughs> If you were here last week for Karen or if you were here for the encounter weekend, how many of you know that was such an amazing weekend with Karen Welton? Karen walks in freedom. She has she has confronted some things in her life that all of us at one point or another are going to have to confront. And most of us, to some degree, depending on how much we've allowed the Lord to really work in our hearts and been 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 able. I mean, it takes the grace of God to even be able to face your fears. It takes the grace of God to be able to face the truth. It takes the grace of God to be able to even get to a place where you're ready to receive that something other than the Spirit of God has been controlling you and me. But Karen has had walked through some things. I really encourage you guys to get those teachings if you weren't here. Specifically, the, um, the Saturday morning teaching where she had the whiteboard up and she was talking about the fruit of rejection in her life and the fruit of fear and how the root was was way down here and how it had produced all of these different behaviors in her life. And she talked about that this stuff had entered when she was in the womb. And she talked about the fact that her mom, you know, because she was going through her own stuff. I mean, how many of you know our parents went through their own stuff? I mean, have we gotten to that place yet? Or are we still so angry with them we can't have any grace for the fact that they didn't know either, that they were once in somebody's womb and they were in some, at some point baptized in fear and baptized in the wrong things because they didn't know any the love of God either, <laughs> right? And it just, it just perpetuated itself generation after generation after generation. I mean, I look back at what my parents went through and I am so grieved when I think I'm so overcome with compassion for my parents when I think about what they thought, what they, what they endured. Because I'll tell you, whatever I endured, it was the result of what they endured. And I get really grieved about it when I think about them as little children and I think about what they went through. I don't know how I, I don't mean to do that but it's really in my heart. The brokenness that perpetuates itself through the generations and um. So when Karen was here, she talked about how in the womb, her mom went through a, a, a time when she was just trying to survive, and she didn't want to bring a child into the world with that, right? But a root of rejection entered in in that moment, and she struggled her whole life to fit in, to to feel comfortable in her own skin, and and it wasn't until she started hearing these truths, I mean, she went and called her mom, mom, did you struggle when I was in the womb, and, and what happened? And... And, and let me just say this, you guys, we all struggle. We all struggle with rejection. Until Daddy comes in and heals that, everyone struggles with it. Maybe, maybe it wasn't in your mama's womb. Maybe, maybe that wasn't the exact setup, you know, of, of, of how it worked in your life. But there was a setup. Somewhere along the way, there was a setup. There was a, a series of setups. To teach you that, yes, the world is not safe. You cannot trust anybody. You've got to take care of yourself. And, and, and you're not safe. You're not safe. You can't be the real you. You can't make mistakes. You're not, you, can't, you can't live up to the expectations. Hide. 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 Hide who you are. Hide who you are under a layer of protection. And keep yourself safe from the, the enemy, which is other human beings. And we set up layers and layers of protective walls and, and all kinds of protection. And let me say it, it's buried. It's buried in our hearts. And unless we, we allow the Holy Spirit and we allow the spirit of adoption, say adoption, the spirit of adoption to come and set, and really, really work deep in our hearts, deep, I mean deep, deep, deep in our hearts so that we can work out the fact that we are Accepted. We have a place. And it's let me tell you what this place is. It's in Daddy's heart. You know, and, and so many of us have been so wounded, we haven't even been able or been open to even, to even experience Father God. Because our image of Father God has been so skewed by our own parental role models. And you have to recognize that Jesus ultimately came. I and mean, he came for a lot of reasons. He did a lot of stuff bruised on that cross, hanging on that cross. I mean, he redeemed it all. I mean he it was finished. I mean when he, he it's it's going to take us an eternal it's all of eternity to really grasp what was accomplished on that cross. I believe that. I believe that the glory and the riches and the treasures that were that were released through the the, the act of his love on that cross are so inexhaustible, are so deep. The mysteries are so rich. I think that's why it takes the full body of Christ to try to even give it expression because it is just that rich. But he came, one of the primary reasons that he came was to restore you to this place called home. To this place called home. This place called his heart. Jesus said this. Let me let me find the scripture. It's in John, but let me find it really quickly. I'm just being led by the Spirit, so some of the scriptures I'm covering may not be I may not have been prepared to, to share them. Um but oops. Well, it's not here. Um, let me get a different, um, just bear with me. You guys are all right, right? Well, it's supposed to be quick. Why isn't it quick? Here, give me my Bible. I can find stuff quick in here. you open that up for me? I'm just not used to using this one as much yet. I can cheat with that. No, I, I like my Bible. All right, let's go to um, let's go to John.
1: Let me get this way. Let
0: me look one more time. Let's go to John 14. And in John 14, Jesus is talking to his disciples. And here's what he said. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house, I'm going to read in the Amplified, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I am going away to prepare a place for you. And when and if I go to make ready a place for you, I will come back again and I will take you to myself that where I am you may be also. And to the place where I am going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father. Say the Father, except by and through me. So Jesus right here is saying purpose for which he came he's saying here that in my father's house there's many mansions now we've heard this taught that we've got a mansion in heaven you know we've got this big old house that we're going to go to and it's going to be amazing and it's going to be awesome and there's not going to be any poverty and all that stuff and i'm not discounting that but i personally think jesus was going a little bit more a little deeper here than he was and he wasn't really talking about a physical house all throughout Scripture, even the temple in the Old Testament, um, the house of God represented the place where he dwells. It was his home. matter of fact, David's desire to create a temple was, was, was about a house. It was about the house of God. It was about a place where God could be at home with his people, right? And in the New Testament, it's very clear that how many of you know we are the house of God. We are the household of God. As a matter of fact, in deliverance, it talks about how a demon, when it, when it when it when a spirit comes out of a man, right, it wanders through the dry places looking for a place of rest, finding none, it goes back to its house. All right. So our bodies are the house; they're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Their house is a body. Okay. So when Jesus is saying, "In my Father's house there are many dwelling places." He's talking specifically about the part of of a house that is your heart. Okay? The house is the heart. And he's saying, in my Father's heart, in my Father's body, in my Father's spirit, in my Father's being, there are many places of rest. There are many homes. There is a place of security for you. There's a place of total acceptance. There's a place of of freedom. There's a place where you can rest, where you can stop striving to be, where you can just be in the middle of daddy's love. And I'm going to prepare that place for you. And I'm the way back to this place for you. I'm the way of reconciliation for you back to your daddy. You've been estranged from your daddy. You have been separated at birth. You were separated from your daddy. You were separated from your place of security and your place of Of rest, your place of total and absolute safety. You were separated from the safe place where you are accepted unconditionally, not based upon you, didn't do anything to earn this place. You just were made for this place. You were made for him. For his pleasure, he made you. He was made for his motive was just his own pleasure, his own delight. And having a family and having kids. And Jesus came so that you could know Him, the one true God, so that you could know your daddy. If you're like me, you know, for a while I convinced myself, you know, I didn't really need to know Father God that much. I was all grown up now. I'm a little old for a daddy, you know. I, 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 Jesus was husband. So I was married to Jesus. I didn't need a daddy. Well, then I'm an orphan bride. You're still operating under an orphan spirit. Until you can receive father as papa, until you can receive your heavenly father as your daddy and receive yourself as the well-beloved son, the well-beloved daughter, until you can receive yourself and 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 get yourself it and 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 find that place of rest and safety and security, you will be operating as an orphan. Now the orphan spirit manifests in a lot of different ways. It manifests in independence. I don't need anybody. It manifests with Rejection. Now, rejection looks like this. It can look many times like a shut-down personality where you don't feel free to share. You don't like to be in the spotlight. God forbid you ever had to speak on a microphone. It's a fear of, of, of being seen, so you hide because you don't want to be rejected. It can also look like the spirit that i operated in you know when i went to college i didn't i didn't participate in the greek system i dated the greek system but i did not participate in the greek system and the reason that i did not participate i did not know for many many years but the reason i didn't participate because i it was you know it was a you go through a selection process and you can get rejected. You have to be chosen. And I can tell you one thing, I was never going to put myself in a position where I could be rejected. So I would reject before being rejected. That cycle was set up in my life, but it was still a form a manifestation of the spirit of rejection. It manifests in, you know, just a fear of intimacy. A fear of friendships. A fear of connecting to a group of any people. As friends, as, right? It manifests as promiscuity. Right? It manifests all kinds of different ways. But be clear, until you have experienced the Father's love and experienced your place in Him as a secure, much-loved daughter and son, and until that gets established in your heart, whether you want to admit it or not, You're operating with an orphan spirit. And it's not safe for you to pursue your destiny. I love Leif Petlin. He's got a great teaching that... um, I listened, to, I listened to it again this week about its testimony, uh, Finding the Father's Love. And there's a real parallel in Leif's testimony and my own testimony. Because what happened to Leif is uh, his story is different. All of our stories are different. I mean, whatever happens to us in our past is the catalyst that caused us to form this identity as an orphan. And for Leif, he was sexually abused. And he went the wild route. You know, so he was the partier, the, you know, and there's different ways when that happens in your life that that can manifest. I mean, you know, not everybody, because something like that happens, becomes the partier. Man, I mean, some people become homosexuals. Some people become bookworms and perfectionists. I mean, mean, like, there's all kinds of ways, decisions you can go when something like that happens. But he went the, the wild child way. And... You know, then he had this amazing encounter with Jesus and got radically saved. And then he got this amazing encounter with the Holy Spirit. And he got baptized with the Holy Spirit and filled with the Holy Spirit. And he went into ministry. Had a worldwide ministry, a worldwide um, impact as an orphan. So, no, now he wasn't partying anymore. He wasn't operating in a spirit of rebellion, but he was operating in the spirit of religion. And so he had taken the same orphan heart and the same orphan mindset and just brought it with him into the church. And unfortunately, well, I'll say this. God is restoring the heart of the Father to his children. And he is restoring storing the hearts of his sons and daughters to the Father. But in many, many ways, the church has become the orphanage. It's become the institution where orphans come to try to meet Daddy. Oh, we had an encounter with Daddy. Oh, Daddy showed up. Oh, wasn't it wonderful that we got to see Daddy today? Then we walk out, and we're still struggling, feeling like an orphan. And you guys, we know this, even though we don't talk about it, because we're tormented in our hearts. We're tormented in our hearts with feelings of insecurity, with feelings of not measuring up, with fear about how things are gonna about the future. There's subtle ways that it manifests, and a lot of times, maybe you're like I was, where you go and you do the right things, and you say the right things, but something's not right. You can go through the motions because you know the Word of God. You know that we're supposed to love. You know that you're supposed to do the right things, but you're still jealous. You're still operating in competition. You still can't connect in certain levels. You're, you're still struggling with feelings of insecurity. And you might even hate them. You might even hate that you even feel that way. You might be crying out to God, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't, I don't want to have the manifestation of these, these insecure feelings. I want to be secure, but I don't even know how to be secure. You may not even be, you don't, whatever that level is of awareness of all of this. But God is coming to set our orphan hearts free. And he's coming as Papa. He's coming as our Father. He's coming as your Daddy. Leif says this. He said he was, and he said it manifested in relationships with his children, I mean, in everything, with his wife, with his Everyone, brothers and sisters in Christ, everyone. It manifested everywhere in his life. And he said he was in, in, a, in a service. And someone started to sing. He said, Leif, come up here. I have a song that I want to sing over you. And it was called the Daddy Song. And someone started to sing the Daddy Song over life. And he went down on the floor. And he said he just went into this this place where he was 12 years old and all the pain and all the shame and all of the mess that had happened to him, daddy started just washing away and telling him how much he loved him and how much he adored him. You know, not too long ago, there's something about my daughter being seven right now. That's really been hitting something with me. And not too long ago, I don't know, several months ago, just some things started to come up, and I didn't know what it was. And I started to have these feelings, and I didn't know what it was, but I was getting into bed one night, and I heard the Lord say, well, first of all, I knew what it was, and it was the way it felt to be seven years old in my house growing up. And he just said this to me. He said, it's okay to cry about it. I didn't even know I needed to cry about it. I didn't even know it was in there. Next thing you know, I'm bawling like a baby in my bed. Just bawling. Just, just grieving. Just, just, I mean, getting delivered. And this is what I had heard the Father say over and over while I was going through this. I've never one time been angry with you. I've never one time been disappointed with you. I've never one time lost my temper
1: with you. You are loved. 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 You
0: are loved. You 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 know, they kind of messed with my theology for a second because I started running through all the Bible scriptures about mean never you've been angry I'm thinking well you what about when you drove the the money changers out of the temple or or you know I mean I'm like it's messing with my theology like what do you mean you've never been angry what do you mean you've never one time been disappointed What what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean and it just kept washing over me you are loved you are loved you are loved I remember getting up out of my bed and just going and laying with my little girl was something in that connection there that was just healing the call that is on this house that is on this room is about the father's heart this room is the heartbeat the worship in this room is supposed to be the heartbeat father he's been speaking to me a lot about music and a lot about a lot about um, the music industry and breaking my heart for slaves
1: and then unveiling
0: a lot of things that are too atrocious to repeat that are going on in the earth right now. But we as a family, we have to get healed. And he selected us and our relationships and this time for that to happen. Now the orphan spirit fights against this because it doesn't want to be exposed. But I feel like a lot of us are ready, are tired. We're tired of feeling crappy. We're tired of fighting the crap. We're t- Can I just say it? We're tired of the, the torment. We're tired of the thoughts. We're tired of the feelings. We're tired of knowing the right thing to do, but not feeling free enough to actually do it. You know, I spent hours with Karen last weekend. Because here's the deal. Another orphan can't help you. And there aren't that many people walking around right now. There just aren't. It's not a condemning thing. It's just, it hasn't, everyone's going through it. We're on an orphaned planet. <laughs> so the leaders are orphaned, right? The, Everybody's orphaned. Are you following me? So I spent hours with her because I just, I, I, I knew that I, 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 either were, I was ready. <laughs> I was ready to work through some things and, Just get some revelation on some things and and get free of some things. Amen. When the sun sets free, is free indeed. And, you know, I have a a call on my life, whether it's, and I mean, I may be, who knows, next week I may repent from this too. But I feel like transparency is one of what I am supposed to be. Because somebody needs to be. Hey, because we're in it together. We're in it together. You know, I've had people speak things into my life that were dead on accurate, but because they didn't love me, They couldn't help me. And there's something even about that that is the manifestation of an orphan spirit. And so here we find ourselves on an orphan planet working through the spirit of adoption. Each of us on a journey into the Father's heart. Each of us with a homing device in our hearts that's leading us home. And the home is his heart. So I just want to release some things in the atmosphere today. Because freely I receive, and so freely I give. Amen? Kev, why don't you come on up? I just want to sing over you today. Because you're the beloved. And Daddy loves you. Just come on up, Jordan, and you can join us on the piano. And I just want you to get comfortable, like right now. I'm just going to sing this song called Abba over you. And I just believe that God wants to speak some things to you, that your Father wants to speak some things to you, (sighs) and that the time is now for there to be healing of hearts. Let me also just say this. Many of you have been going through some circumstances in the last, oh gosh, it's been six months or so, off and on, that you haven't really understood Let me just do this. I break off right now in Jesus' name the lie that you are further along than you are. I break that off with every person in this room right now. I break off anything that would hinder the move that Papa wants to do in your life. I break that off right now in Jesus' name. I break off the lie that this is not for me. I break off the lie that I've already arrived. Hey! And I release in here right now a spirit of truth over every single person in here. I release a vulnerability. I release right now in Jesus' name just the, the ability to receive hey, the truth. I hear Danny saying it's safe, it's safe to let down that wall. It is safe to let down that barrier. It is safe. It's safe to come out of hiding. And I just access right now in Jesus' name the areas of subconscious minds that have been walled away. And I break it down in Jesus' name. I break through those barriers that have kept it not safe to come out of hiding. And I release right now the spirit of adoption in this place. I release the spirit of adoption in this place today. <laughs> I sing this, I just want you to sing it. If you feel like singing it,
1: Don't worry about tomorrow
0: Father's just bringing up situations in your hearts where, you know, you weren't protected. You weren't provided for. And it wasn't safe. And I hear him saying, you know, you didn't know me.
1: You didn't know me like you know me now.
0: You didn't know how to run to me. You didn't know how to hide in me. You didn't know that you had a place in my heart to hide. You didn't know that I was your secret place. You didn't know that you didn't have to hide in that closet. You didn't know that you didn't have to cry. You didn't have to feel that no one understood. Because I was there. I was there. And I saw you then. And I see you now. And I am pleased with you.
1: I hear him say, you didn't know. You just didn't know, my beloved. You just didn't know. Wake up. Wake up. I am here. I am there. Wake up. Wake up. I was there. I was there. I was there. Come inside, come inside, come inside, come inside, come inside, to safe, it's safe, come inside, it's safe. And I'm, to hear you. I'm not an orphan, I'm not a slave, I'm a son.
0: Sons and daughters' lives, Father. I release the move of God that you are doing in our hearts, and I just come into agreement with it and I just blow on it. <laughs> I just blow on that move
1: and I say blow 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 day, blow, 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 blow. A race of sons and daughters Rising from the ashes Rising from the ashes I can see The sons and daughters
0: I just wanted to say this, say daddy I relinquish control. I don't have to drive anymore. <laughs> no, I'm gonna let daddy drive. I don't have to, wow, control it anymore. I don't have to control my life. He said, I don't have to control my life. I don't have to control my finances. I don't have to control my tomorrow. Because daddy's home. Because daddy's home for me. Daddy's home. Daddy's my home. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Daddy's home.
1: Daddy's home. Tell
0: Father, we just go ahead and receive the tools. We just receive the tools. you your hands out to this house, to me, to my sons and daughters. We receive the tools, the freedom tools, the freedom tools to set the orphan heart free. Play! We just receive those tools right now to set the orphan's heart free. And to release your kids. starts with us, and we say yes, we say yes, we say yes, we say yes to total freedom, to total, total freedom. one more thing because specifically I just felt that today there were just aspects of destinies in this room that couldn't be released because of the orphan heart and so I just I just want you to say this with me say daddy I release the need to be seen to be somebody I release the need for fame to be important I release the idea that I am already not important that I am already not seen I renounce that lie. I am seen by you by the angels by the great cloud of witnesses by my brothers and sisters in heaven They recognize me, they honor me as a son and daughter, full of daddy's heart. I lay down my agendas, my plans, my fears, and control. give myself permission to let you drive let you be the one that moves me that compels me motivates me and completes me I ask you to show me what that looks like practically and to reveal to me anything from my past that needs to be brought to you for restoration and i give you permission to show me How to look at every circumstance and experience that I've ever experienced or will experience. I renounce living as an orphan. And I receive the spirit of adoption. The Spirit of Sonship. Holy Spirit, make it real. Make it a reality. Um, I want to end with this too if you have a worship gift if you play an instrument or you're a vocalist you've been called to this house for reason and you need to step into position your healing is linked to it This room has been ordained to be a place of freedom,
1: to be a place
0: of worship, to be a place where the Father's heart can be experienced. And if you've been sent to Prayer Mountain, you have a part to play. If you have any kind of worship arts gift, right, and I just want you to be praying into that because in the next...
1: 30 days,
0: there's going to be a mobilizing around the vision for this house and around the vision for the encounter room. If you're an intercessor that has an understanding of the new covenant and is willing to let me be the judge of that, then I want you to see Catherine because there's the prayer of the father that's going to go forth from this place too and it's nothing like what's being prayed right now so what i'm saying is the orphan heart won't even let you submit to that but if that's you're ready if you're ready to step into your role in this encounter room and you're an intercessor or you're a worship arts person galen and Catherine. i want you guys to see them and just, just, just all they need right now is your name because we're going to mobilize around the healing that God wants to do in this house and in this family. It's, it's worship driven. It's presence driven. And we're going to see the move of God in this family first. And I just make a, a commitment to you to be transparent in my process. do my very best to just remain in that place of humility as we go through all of this together as a family. Amen? Awesome. Let me pray for you. So Father, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for <sighs> Thank you that it is a time.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you.
0: Thank you that we've suffered enough. <laughs> and that you're coming to establish us. You're coming to establish us. After you have suffered a little while, amen, he himself will do it. He will come and he will establish you. So we say thank you. But the enemy's time is over. His time of deception, his time of torment, his time of driving us, his time of being the slave driver that he is is over. Thank you that it's time for this house, for this family to take your place in the middle of your love, in the middle of your heart and for this room to be a prophetic picture of that. We say yes. Father, I just speak a blessing Over everyone in this room today, Father, and I just declare that more revelation is coming to them. Breakthrough is coming in their relationships. Breakthrough is coming in their home. Breakthrough is coming in their workplace. Breakthrough is coming in their friendships. Breakthrough is coming. Rest is coming. here, Father. We just declare it. We receive it. Thank you for the realignment that you're working in our lives individually. corporately. Oh, we just thank you. We receive it. Hallelujah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I just want to say this one last thing to close. I just release you into a healing season with your fathers. I just release you right now into a healing season with daddies. Even if they've gone on to be with the Lord and they're not even the earth anymore, there is still a healing that God wants to do in that. I just release that over you. I release the move of God to just begin to heal your heart in the area of your relationships with your dads. And we just bless the dads in this room. Father, I thank you that every dad that's in this room right now, Father, is anointed to lead. I think if they are anointed by you, they carry your father's heart and Lord, I speak to these dads, even if, even if they aren't even, they don't have natural kids yet. I speak to the spiritual dads as well in this room. And I just release the father's heart. I release the father's gentleness. I release the father's strength. I release the father's bravery. I release the father's um, protected nature. I release his providing nature over you. I release his boldness. I release his fearlessness. I release his confidence. I release right now that you are exactly, you are exactly in the right place. You are a leader. You are a world changer. You have been called to be a papa. You have been called to, to, to birth your sons and daughters into sonship. And I just release a, a spirit of adoption over you. And I declare that there are no orphan fathers in this room, that there are only adopted sons as fathers in this room. And I break off right now every trace of the orphan spirit off of you. I declare that your past has been severed from you and I declare that you are healed and that anything, anything that has come to cut you off, that has come to try to disempower you, the words that have been spoken over you, I break their power right now. I break the power of images that have been um, planted in your heart that have caused you to believe lies and I declare that you are whole and that you are entering into a season of not just sonship But of reigning, but of reigning, reigning in life, reigning as sons, reigning as, as fathers, reigning as those that have been called to represent father God in the earth. I declare that you are representing him accurately. I declare that you are representing him purely, that you are representing him and protecting. You are protecting the daughters. You are protecting Hey his church the bride you are protectors I just release the word protector over you I release right now that you are called as protectors and that I break off right now the fear of women I break off the fear of leading I break off every fear Wow. That has kept you from stepping into that place of authority which God has ordained, and I release to you also a healing of any relationships that you've had with females that have dis- have disempowered you or who have who have come to chop off. The authority that you carry, wow, and has caused you to think of women as the enemy. That has caused you to mistrust women. And I break that off of you in Jesus' name. And I just declare right now that there's a wholeness coming to your relationship with women. To your relationship, wow, with daughters. To your relationship with your sisters. Wow, and I just release right now to the women. I just release right now the ability to receive men. I break off right now the fear of control. I break off the cycle of fear that has controlled you because you weren't fathered well. Or because you were abused by men. And I break that off in Jesus' name. And I just declare that brothers are coming. Brothers are coming. Real brothers. Lay down their life kind of brothers are coming into your life. And they're going to be raised up even in this family. Even in this house. I declare that men are safe in this house. I break off that, that title of unsafe and I declare that we are safe and secure in this family, in this house. And I just release a spirit of repentance over everyone in this room. I release right now the grace to repent from every lie that we've believed. I release a grace right now for a lifestyle of repentance, for a just a simple replacement of the truth. I just declare that the truth is being released for every lie that you have believed. And I just say from this day forward that it can no longer deceive you. The lies have been exposed. The deceit has been exposed. And I just release right now an Awareness of the truth, the ability to recognize the truth, and to be able to accept the truth. I just release fertilizer of our hearts in this room right now, and I declare a softening. I break off hardness. I break off unforgiveness. I break off everything that has caused hardness to enter into your hearts, and I release a softening. I release the ability to receive the truth right now. And lastly, I release dreams and I release visions of your Papa. Face to face, heart to heart, mind to mind, knowing your daddy, the grace to know daddy. I just release it in this place. couples to stand up. I'd like everybody just to raise your hands towards them. Father, we break off right now, Brian and I. We break off the orphan spirit off of every marriage in this place. And we break off right now, Father, all the ways that it has manifested all the dysfunction that it has caused. We break off the ruling spirit of fear and we release the father's heart, the father's love and restoration over every couple. We release healing of daddy wounds mommy wounds our ex-boyfriends and ex-girlfriends we just release right now healing of all of that and we just release the healing of hearts and I thank you Father that in these coming days and months that there's going to be ministry ministry happening between these couples that you are going to lead these couples to minister to one another and to, to repent to one another and to share father with one another in a way that is going to release massive restoration in their lives freely Brian and I have received freely we give least even just an impartation of that God right now in Jesus name and we say marriages be blessed of you this is my last one i promise how many of you right now really believe that you are either being prepared for marriage right now that you that you just know that you're just that's all i need to say anyone that feels like you're really being prepared for marriage just raise. just i want you to stand up if you're being prepared for marriage just raise just stand up all right i just want to let's just lift our hands to them okay you're being prepared for marriage all right some of y'all didn't stand up (laughs) because you're in denial but all right that's okay father says it's going to count whether you want it to or not (laughs) whether you stood up or not because he knows who you are so awesome so father we just release right now a move of god in every person's life that stood up right now that's being prepared for marriage and father i thank you i just see papa's gentle hand it's so gentle. I see Papa, it's like you've got a splinter. <laughs> you've got a splinter. And he's just coming down so gently and removing splinters. Just splinters from your hearts and splinters from your side and places where the enemy has had access to torment you. And I just see him coming and just removing that oh so gently. It's oh so gently. It's like, oh, I didn't even, is it out? And He's like, yeah, sweetie, it's out. And he's like, wow, I didn't, I didn't even feel that. I didn't even feel that because he's so gentle. What he's doing in your hearts is so gentle right now. And he's just, he's releasing right now a holy self-love. A holy wholeness in your own relationship with yourself. And he's preparing you to be able to love. (laughs) And receive the gift of marriage. So, Father, we just say yes on that, we breathe on that. And there's heartaches from past relationships that he's going to be erasing. Soul ties that are going to be cut and just totally gone. He's like, they never happened. From his perspective, it never happened. He says, you're my virgins. He said, you're my virgins. You're my pure and holy virgins. And I release an impartation of that right now in Jesus' name. I release a restoration of virginity right now in this room. (laughs) And I release a, a preparation for marriage. All right, you guys, we're going to, we could be here all day, but you're
1: blessed. More to come. Amen.